name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie, I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Las Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, VIP Sports Podcast, November 23rd, 2015. Steve Stevens, a.k.a. the Bookie Killer, sitting here with my partner in crime, the Big Skipper. What's going on, Skip? What a fucking weekend, dude. Wow, what a weekend. Alcohol, uh, cash and tickets, just <laughs> fucking marching to the sound of the band in the sports book. Oh, all ba, we did was get fucking that's college. Woo. We had a little bit more ba 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 in the NFL. Oh, it was, ba, 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 ba. Oh. That's what we did this weekend. It was all fucking weekend. I just want to thank you right up front, and my clients want to thank you. What a fucking monstrous weekend, dude. And you capped it the fuck off yesterday with that Chiefs play. I've been drinking. I left the house Friday morning. I didn't get the fuck home till last night. That's a fact. Well, listen, Woo! when you have another seven-figure weekend, like Ooh. I said, shout out to the Caesars Palace Corporation for being big boys and letting us do whatever we need to do over there, betting what we need to bet, get Fire. off. And, and, and also a little shout out to Cantor. Told you we'd get it in no matter what, motherfuckers. Oh, oh. <laughs> what a fucking weekend. It was a beautiful weekend, and we're going to get into all that. And first of all, before we get into it, yeah, I'm cocky. Yeah, I'm flashy. Yeah, I talk a little shit. But these glasses right here, I'm not just wearing them because I'm hungover. Uh, I, as, as I hit 40 years old, you know, I can't see anymore. So I don't have my little reading glasses or whatever or my contacts. So I'm just going to have to deal with these for the day. Yeah, wait till, wait till you hit 47. You really won't be able to see. Oh, yeah, I'll be having some real thick shit. But, uh, but you, look, you look cool, Fonzie. Well, yeah. Hey, hey. I'm, hey, you know, no. I'm going to try to just keep it cool. But I know one thing I can see. So before we get into the podcast, Skip, you want to tell these people how to get a hold of us if they're ready to start making money? Or? I know one thing. You saw the fucking board this week, man. You saw the lines that were fucking off, and you capitalized on that. Yes, we, you did see. We lit it up like a Christmas tree. Like Ooh. I said, uh, hashtag uh, crystal balls. I it was like an early Christmas, say. man. Christmas oh, they, is coming, and the goose is getting fat. You might as well start calling me Santa Claus, because I'm handing out gifts to every one of these motherfuckers. Oh, fuck. And to the couple people out there that were, you know, mad that maybe you didn't get Kansas City. Nobody said Kansas City was free, did they, Skip? Uh, nothing's free in this world. All I said was I was playing my biggest fucking sports bet of the NFL game of the year, which was the Kansas City Chiefs' biggest blowout on the board besides Carolina and Little Ears. Yeah, well, <laughs> when we tell you to call in and get the game of the fucking year... Yeah, make sure you got your fucking credit card with it. You don't think we're just going to give that out for nothing, do you? Guys, we're not Twitter gangsters. We're not email fucking gangsters. When we tell you we're doing something, best believe we're fucking doing it. We don't just get on there and put something on social media on Instagram because we're liars like 99% of the people in our business. Yeah, to the roughly 150 people that called in uh, Saturday and Sunday and wanted the the, uh, NFL game of the year. Not many people got it. Thought we were going to give it to them absolutely free. I mean, come on, people. We love love you. We love you. And uh, we know you love us. Uh, However, it wouldn't be fair to the guys that actually pay us for the football season. You hit it on the head. To turn around and give you the biggest play of the fucking season for free. I mean, come on, man. It takes money to make money, guys. Those those games sell for $2,500 a piece. Like I said, this is a game for big boys. That being said, 877-220-6540. If you're just looking for a free pick, Go to our website, VIPSportsLasVegas.com. 
Uh, we also got packages on there for all levels of sports betters, as we said before, all shapes and all sizes. Uh, if you're looking for something free, go to the website, put your phone number in, you'll get a free pick. But do me a favor. Don't call us and ask us for advice. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, I, I say that we have levels for all different levels of people, but people are kind of taking it too far. They're calling, looking to talk, talk to Steve Stevens and ask him a question if they start gambling. Guys, I deal with the most elite sports bettors in the world. I deal with the biggest guys in the world, from Floyd Mayweather Jr. to motherfucking Garth Brooks to fucking me, myself, betting fucking six figures on a regular basis to my 40 other guys that we can't say their name. Right. Shout out to Brandon again for making six figures, kicking ass, taking Caesars Palace down. Oh. Um, we have taken them down for over $7 million in the last 90 days, and we do this shit for real. So, guys, if you want to call me or you want to get a hold of me, if you're not serious about making money. So to you guys out there that are still playing the stock market, to all our hedge fund guys out there, to all our financial advisors, um, you're not making money in crude oil anymore. Like I said, it, the, the number one investment right now is, is sports betting. There's more money to be made betting sports than any other investment in the world. So for all my hedge fund guys, to all my stockbrokers, to all my oil tycoons, to all my guys that are just sitting on your money getting no fucking percentage, Go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com. Call us at 877-220-65 for you. When you're buying a stock tip, Skip, what are you buying? Do you actually know the day-to-day -day operations of that stock? When you own McDonald's, you don't sit at the drive-thru window, do you? Do you know the day-to-day -day operations of that business? No. 90% out of the time, you don't even know where the fuck it's at. Plus, it's no fun. You put your money in McDonald's stock or you put your money in Google stock or whatever stock you're buying... Uh, it just sits there. Like you said, you don't know what's going on. If you got $50,000 on McDonald's stock, you're certainly not making the hamburgers. You're not stopping by talking to the manager to see how the sales were for today. At least when you're betting sports, you can have a little fun along the way uh, and, and make a hell of a lot more. Make a faster, safer return on your equity. We're talking to the real estate tycoons. We're talking to the precious metals dealers, the commodities brokers, the hedge fund managers, the stock guys. Guys that are sitting there with hundreds of thousands of dollars right. getting 10% in a year profit. Absolutely. Who the fuck wants to put $100,000 into an account to say, I made ten grand for the year? Guys, you invest $100,000 with us, we'll make you $100,000 within two weeks. Uh, today? Yeah, today. Well, I mean, on one game, yeah. but of course, we'll money management and discipline. Right. So if they start out with a hundred grand bankroll, they'll bet $20,000 a game, yeah. which on an average of a 4.5 week, figure we make about 40, you know. How would you like to double your $100,000 bankroll in a 15-day period is what you're saying? Bottom fucking line, ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking for the, I, I deal with guys that are dead serious about making real money. Like I said, if you're betting $300 a game and you want to get something started and you want to program, go to our website, find a small program for yourself, uh, lock yourself in. Mm -hmm. If not, call the number, one of my salesmen will take care of you. But if you want to deal with me and you want to deal with a guy that's betting six figures a game, you're sitting at home saying, I want to bet what Steve does. I want to make money that he does. Then call me. And, and it's like Skip said, um, when, when you invest into a corporation, even if it is a Fortune 500 like McDonald's, you still don't know the employees in person. You still don't know what's going on. At least when you're making a fucking sports bet, you know the five players on the fucking team. Uh, you know the opposing team. You know the coach. And you get paid right after the motherfucking game. Amen, brother. Plain and fucking simple. You know the injury report. You know the weather. Uh, basketball, of course, I'm saying. Five on five. Same thing in football. And if you're a Chicago Bears fan and you want to just call in and say, hey, do you think we have a shot this week against Denver? Don't call for I mean, me, I mean, please. Don't, wait. Don't, don't waste my fucking yeah, time. Please, get a case of beer and a fucking joint and walk next door and ask your neighbor what he thinks about the fucking game. Yeah, as much as I love my fans and all that, like, someone's going to tell me I love your glasses. Please, 
just put it on a comment on Twitter or something like that. Because one thing about me is when I'm at work, I'm dealing with my clients all fucking day long, Skip. Mm -hmm. See, this is what people in my industry don't understand. Like to our hecklers and guys in our industry who have websites and want to do what we do, they don't understand that it's not about handicapping through a website. You can have all the winning games in the world. If you don't have a 30-man sales force pounding that phone every day, creating 100 news, mm -hmm. creating upgrades for the guys, you could have all the winning games in the world. If you have no one to give them to, your games don't mean nothing. So it's all about sales. Mm -hmm. So during the day, we're not sitting on a computer picking fucking games. Matter of fact, the handicap is done before we even walk into the sales office. For sure. When we walk in here, we're all about sales, uh, you know, servicing our clients and kicking ass and taking names. But let's get into the podcast. It's almost fucking Thanksgiving already. Can you believe it? Yeah, I can. It just keeps flying. Well, listen, if more time, than time never stops, man. More than likely, we won't have time. So, to all our viewers out there, to all of our loyal fans, to everybody that's been with us from day one, from VIP Sports, myself, everybody else, you know, have a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. You know, have a good time. For me, I light up like probably the biggest fucking joint I could possibly roll. I mean, it'd probably get to the point where I grab some of my son's construction paper and roll that up that day because <laughs> all I like to do is get high and eat. I, I handle wow. my business in the morning, service my clients, make a lot of money betting sports because, as you know, the, tur the turkey shoot is one of the most lucrative times in football yeah. to make money. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that as well. A lot of shit going on right now, people. But like I said, like, Ken, let me ask you a question. I mean, obviously, Thanksgiving is one of my best times of the year. For you, what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving, Skip? Is it the food or is it the football You're game? fucking asking me what my favorite part of Thanksgiving is. <laughs> Are you fucking, I mean, is this a fucking joke or? Buddy, you know. I mean, bro brother, this is my favorite fucking holiday. <laughs> I sit the fuck, I, I get up, I get out of bed. I'll be lucky to take a fucking shower. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. i me a shower. I'll go out to the living room with my son. I'll be sitting there in my underwear and my fucking t-shirt. I'll put on the fucking Philadelphia Eagle Detroit game, which comes on first. Uh, by the way, the Eagles, you suck. Chick Chip Kelly, get the fuck out of my city, you piece of fucking garbage. Let him know, Skipper. Uh, anyway, I'll come out of my fucking boxes and my t-shirt, put on the fucking Eagles-Detroit game to start the day, uh, try to get the sleepy dirt out of my eye, maybe mix up a little Tito and cranberry. I love it. And uh, I got mom at the house this year, which is going to be fucking absolutely beautiful. I got mom and my wife cooking Thanksgiving. Uh, man, it's going to be fucking great. And do I like to eat Thanksgiving? Of course I fucking like to eat. What's your favorite dish for Thanksgiving? Turkey, filling, corn, sweet potatoes. So you don't have any one particular thing. Fucking gravy. More gravy, the better. Okay, good, good. So, well, let me take you step by step into the Stevens house. Wake up about 8.30. I'll sneak off into my garage, and what I'll do is I'll hit what they call a water bomb. And I will try to blow my fucking brains out and get as high as I possibly can to start the day off. Then uh, we, we have Memphis Barbecue, which is a place mm -hmm. that you love uh, tremendously, mm -hmm. uh, catering, uh, coming to the house, doing it themselves. Their mm -hmm. But then I'm also doing a deep fried turkey. Every year I do a couple deep fried turkeys. I do a little Louisiana red injection on one side, little Lee Perrins and butter on the other. Mm -hmm. And uh, we deep fried turkey, have some fun with it. Uh, my mom's in town as well. I'm blessed. Uh, my first uh, Thanksgiving, actually, uh, second Thanksgiving without my pops. And uh, we have a family affair, and uh, what I like to do is, like I said, watch a little football, eat every meal. But, you know, Skip, a lot of people think you eat a lot, dude, and you're full of shit. The only thing you do is eat it late at night. This is, what, you, Veronica, you ever see him eat at work? Rarely. Probably the, the, the... I got a whole fucking desk full of cuties over there. I, I, every once in a while, I'll chew on a little beef jerky. I'll eat a couple fucking bananas, uh, maybe an apple, well, a, couple, go, a couple fucking oranges. But on Thursday, you're going all in, huh? Well, my problem is when I go out at night, I drink fucking a bottle of goddamn fucking hard liquor and maybe 17 fucking beers, and then I'll eat some pot stickers and 
some Chinese food and fucking go to bed. Well, yeah, that'll end up being a liquid enema later on with that type of mixture right there. So you're going to end up clearing out your system. That's called pissing out your ass with that mix. Shit's right going to change January 1st, though. That's all. Oh, you're going back on track? I'm going to get, I'm, I'm coming the fuck back. Beautiful, beautiful. You put that picture up of me and my high school football fucking. Where'd you get that picture anyway? Yeah, we found the picture. As you, you put, guys seen the big skipper out there, the lineman. We got, you got some good comments on there. Yeah, you put up the fucking mullet, my high school football picture, Veronica. And yeah, uh, they, they loved I saw, it. I saw that and I said to my wife, I said, fuck. What happened to that guy? <laughs> January 1st, I'm fucking coming back. So if you're out there, Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, and you want, oh, yeah. if you want to deal with the big skipper, goddammit, get a hold of my agent. I already I already told you, motherfuckers, call skipper agent. I'll put it up. He'll lose 100 pounds or I'll give you 100,000. Well, I got to get paid. So, no, I, well, fuck that. Like I said, if not, they got to give you 100,000. Mm. You're missing the point. I'm backing you in this oh, fucking okay. bet. You want to bet? So to Jenny Craig or Nutrisystem or whoever the fuck you guys are, I'm willing to put up $100,000 that you'll lose a fucking 100 pounds in a year or whatever the time frame that we have, six months or, or a year, whatever it is, you'll lose 100 pounds or they give you 100,000. If not, I'll give them 100,000. You should have fucking consulted me before we did this. Uh, it's 100, my money. 100 is a lot. Can we go, I know you can do it. Can we go 50-50? Like well, 50,000 for 50 pounds? No, because we're going to cheat a little bit. As soon as you sign the deal, we're going to eat with a Thanksgiving right dinner like eight days in a row, I'll, you're going to weigh in at like 40 pounds heavier to start with. You know what I mean? I'll just go back into the fucking wrestling mode. I know how to lose fucking weight if I got it. Can we get into this podcast yeah, so we can ahead. talk about sports and well, making money and focus? Like, you ask me if I like to eat. You ask me if I'm fucking happy about Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's my favorite holiday of the year, motherfucker. Goddamn right. I love it. it mine is too, man. It really is. Get Cri that gravy ready, baby. Christmas and Thanksgiving's right there, man. I'm a, I love the holidays. It's the best time of the year. Anyway, let's move into some comments on the... Uh, we asked everybody to comment who got pounded hard. <laughs> the prostitutes in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. uh, Ronda Rousey, or the sport, sports books. Mm -hmm. And uh, to be honest with you guys, it was pretty close. It was a three-way tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it was the, the the they said whoever got pounded the hardest, pretty much out of the casinos, hookers, and Rouseys, was a three-way split. But we know who's been getting their asses pounded the hardest over the last couple weeks, and that would have to be the sports books. Yeah. Steve Stevens, VIP Sports. We've been annihilating motherfuckers. Now, hear me out. My company has different levels of service, Skip. You know, we have action plays. Mm -hmm. We have VIP plays. We have owner selections. We have personal plays. My games that I bet myself. Right. My personal plays are hitting 80-plus percent on fire, destroying the sports books. Absolutely fucking on fire. And then to, to bring a point up, um, for you guys that listen to these podcasts that are some of you that are fucking deaf, we will not, and I repeat, will not be posting any more sports tickets up on our website no more. Um, we have nothing to prove. Um, it has caused me a little legal issues uh, that I got going on, not only with the hotels, not letting me bet. I mean, you got to understand, man, I need to be able to get off bets. Mm -hmm. And if I send somebody through like Veronica to put a ticket in and I post it, all they do is run the ticket, then they shut Veronica down. Right. So all I'm doing is getting my runners shut down. Does yeah. that make it? Uh, Any real bettors know what the fuck I'm talking about? We've had several runners shut down in the past seven to eight days. And correct. And yeah. for those that don't understand that, I don't give a fuck about you or what you think, okay? Because I'm not here to um, fan make your fantasy fucking sport dreams come true. I'm in reality sports. I bet fifty dollars to $100,000 a game, and I take this shit very fucking serious. Mm -hmm. So posting a ticket on my internet uh, to prove to you doesn't mean a fucking thing to me. And they're also getting very upset that we keep talking about how much money we're beating them for. Well, that is correct. Yeah. And, and and don't forget, you got the Alphabet Boys out there, the IRS that don't fucking. But we're like gonna keep we're gonna it. keep fucking telling you. Well, we're gonna keep telling you the money that we make. We're gonna keep telling you what we do. We're gonna keep you posted on Instagram. We're just not going to be able to post our winning tickets like we want to all the time. But anybody that knows me, 
Um, I'm documented, the number one documented individual in the world. That's why I'm the only one that's ever been documented 72% on the business financial network, CNBC. Um, Gamlin's been around since the Roman days. I'm the only person in the world that's ever had a sports consulting, sports betting show on primetime television. Why is that, guys? Because I'm the best in the world. Because you wouldn't more than anybody else, sir. And nobody, number two is not even close, so it's not even worth putting them on TV. Guys in my industry and guys in this world have a lot more money than me. They've tried to pay their way on the TV. You can't pay your way into Hollywood, guys, not in this fucking industry. You have to have talent and you have to show these network executives who the fuck you are and who you're not. Otherwise, all these little scumbags that uh, worked for me and old guys would, would have their own fucking shows. You know what I mean? And that's why I want you guys to understand I am the truth. I'm the real deal. So I don't need to prove myself to anybody anymore. I do podcasts for my fans and I do podcasts for sports bettors that are dead serious about making money and want to make millions of dollars a year beating the book against the spread like I do. Steve, the truth, Stevens. That's a fucking fact. Now, so I don't, I don't, who do you, let me ask you this question because I want you to answer. Yeah. Who do you think got pounded harder in the last 90 days from VIP? Cantor or Caesars Group? Um, it's, Kantner got beat pretty hard, which is why they shut us the fuck down. But we're still right at seven million uh, for I, Caesars. I, I'm saying probably Caesars got pounded more. Caesars got pounded. Well, that's a fact. Yeah. I have the stats right here. We've taken Cantor down for 5.1 million, and Caesars Palace for a little bit over seven million. We pounded the shit. Don't forget MGM Mirage. Yeah, yeah we've gotten a little bit of your money too. Uh, I'm Skip. I'm just <laughs> doing like light numbers so yeah. these guys can understand English. We don't have to put a dollar to but, fucking sign to it anymore because no, the fucking. But, they're, they're, they don't fucking believe it anyway. This it's, is what I'm saying. Like, we've taken down $12 million, like, literally over the last 90 days. Like, you guys are comparing us to some guy that run a, won a prop bet or some guy that did this or some guy that did that. Dude, we're making millions of fucking dollars week in, week out on a constant basis. Nobody does what we do. So if, if you want to get on the winning team, you give us a call. And when we say we, we mean our fucking entire enterprise. Our we, clients, yeah, yeah VIP yeah, sports and yeah, all our clients. We're not saying fucking me. Like, I put $12 million in my pocket in the last 90 oh, no, days. That, that's, that's no, a, we're talking about our entire fucking enterprise. Our, our entire fucking clientele and the people we have come into town that are big fucking ass players that fire on these fucking games. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. I mean... Oh, the, we got our piece. No, 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 but hear but, me out. Like, let's say, like, you're saying that... Um, we touted $12 million in the last 90 days. That's true and false, though, because the $7 million, um, that you're thinking of wrong numbers, the $7 million that we've taken from Caesars, probably only 10% of our base got that in due to the fact that our whales here in town right. betting 100000 well, half a million, the 200000 I'm doing, that's where those numbers are coming yeah, from. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, most people bet offshore, local guys at home, right. stuff like that, but like you said, those are got from guys coming into town, our clients, right. and we're taking out of Caesars Palace $7 million where we get our 50%. So, yeah. I'm we, just trying to help them understand because when you're saying you got $7 million out of a book in fucking three months or four months, you know, they're, they're calling your fucking bluff and saying, oh, you didn't make $7 million. No, you, us and our clients oh, correct. that have been in the town correct. here the last three, four months have made millions of fucking dollars. You've been, correct. Out, you've been absolutely on fire. The books have been getting fucking pounded. To answer your question, the books have been getting fucking pounded. Though, right? right. I, I was just and, I was just adding some simple figures, not yeah. even cl- counting right. our twenty five hundred clients that we talk to every day and service them games. Absolutely. I was just adding yeah. in the big players that come in. Right. La- we've had four guys come in every week for the last, you know, almost. I, I think there's only been one week out of the last sixteen weeks where we haven't had a whale in town, Skipper. Mm-hmm. But uh, shout out to everybody that's been getting paid. Uh, speaking of getting pounded. 
Charlie Sheen comes out HIV oh, positive. God, Lord, if Lord. you're telling me that there's not a bunch of crinkled butt cheeks oh. uh, running around in Hollywood right now, Veronica, how many fucking women, actresses, prostitutes are running around on Xanax right now, scared the fucking scared. death, knowing that they've gobbled Charlie's dick a time yeah, or two? A lot of them, I'm sure. Oh mm. my God. Hey, I, I was a big Charlie Sheen fan. I mean, we talked about having him in here, going and partying with him. I still, I still love to have him in here. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, I'd like to talk to him, maybe hang out with him a little bit. But fuck, man. I'm definitely not partying and definitely, fucking sharing the same. Definitely not cool, Charlie. Come Dude, on. there's a chance I might have went out with him and snorted some fucking blow and snorted the same dollar bill and probably died. Come on, Charlie. Steve Stevens hangs with Charlie Sheen, catches HIV. Oh god. Oh, I'm killing a motherfucker for doing something like that. Oh. Like I said, so um, here's the deal. Sources are saying. He wasn't fully upfront with his HIV status after knowing that he was infected. No. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica, how do you feel like that? How do you feel about that as a woman? Because I know as a man, it's fucked up. Uh, he's going to be a get charged a lot. I mean, Jenny McCarthy had a whole I'm lot sure to say about scared. it on her podcast, huh? I said it. I'm sure he is going to get a lot of, a lot of. Uh... Well, you should be. I mean, uh, it's ne negative reactions. A lot. Yeah. Here's the thing that blows me away. Cause you, there's laws that are tied to this shit, right? right? Like the doctor that knew he had HIV, there's laws that you're supposed to post that you're supposed to make people aware of it. And, and people need to know just like Pamela Anderson. If you remember, she had what hepatitis, hepatitis C uh -huh. from, from Tommy that right. once somebody gets detected with it, the doctor has to report it and it then becomes public for that reason right there. So, I mean, what about the fucking, the doctor that knew he had HIV and didn't go and make it public? Is, is money that important to everybody these days to where you'll let a guy go out there and infect 200 bitches? What about the 200 women that are fucking 200 other guys? See, right, he might have not have right, fucked you, no. but you might have fucked a guy that fucked one yeah, of his girls. Right. That's a of long course, fuck, that, it goes, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's a long fucking locomotive of it's disease. A long list. Here's yeah, the bottom, totally. here, here's, here's the, here's the bottom totally. line. Uh, it just goes to show that when, when you get down dirty on those nights where you're on drugs and you're on cocaine, it's not the, it's not the night where you're drunk and it's the prostitution, man. You, you just can't regulate it, man. It's, that's why I've said here in Las Vegas and even the government, uh, our mayor has said we should make prostitution legal. Let the government regulate it like they do in the red light district because the girls get their blood taken. They work for the government. They have a card. They're clean. And when you buy her, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting, yeah. You never know what these girls are showing up with at your house out here. Right. Been up for four days on crystal meth, uh, on a three-day fucking run, got beat up by their pimp, got fucked in her butt. Who knows what the pimp had, who he's been fucking raw. Hashtag, mm -hmm. hashtag, keep your prostitute clean. Yeah, hashtag, check your prostitutes, uh, <laughs> check your, check your prostitutes fucking medical records. <laughs> Make her carry him around. <laughs> clean that, clean that cunt. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hashtag, God. clean the cunt. Ladies and gentlemen, guys, if you're in Las Vegas and you're looking for a nut and you do call a prostitute, make her show not only proof of insurance, but proof of her medical history. Do not get burned. <laughs> get your papers from your prostitute. That's a fucking fact, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to do a background check on your hoes. You've got to know who you're dealing with. You've got to make sure you get with a pimp that has good hoes that, that, that grooms them and keeps them eating and That's stuff right. in the right place. As a you matter know, of fact, just take your own lab kit with well, you. You're going to have to. Well, yeah. here's that. This is how you know. Slobs. It. I mean, guys, I mean, if a prostitute comes in your room and they're sucking your dick right off the bat with a rubber in the dark, that may 
cause a rad flag. That, that, most, that yeah. may pop a fucking light bulb up over your head. Yeah, that okay? may pose a problem. Any real prostitute's going to want to have every light on. They're going to want to look at your dick. They're going to put a rubber on it. And they're going to want to be real <laughs> thorough about that shit. Otherwise, you're dealing with a, B, a B-class prostitute, C-class prostitute, which more than likely... Like I said, it's like I say all the time, Skip. Free could be the most expensive word in the world. A girl like Charlie Sheen, one of Charlie Sheen's girls, sucks your dicks for free. You end up with (laughs) HIV. What part of free was that fucking ad right there? Huh? Charlie Sheen's going to give you some free dick, right? You're you're out at a bar. You're a normal bystander, Veronica. Uh You're partying. You're a good-looking girl. You see Charlie Sheen, you're thinking... I'm going to give me some free dick from Charlie Sheen. <laughs> you end up with HIV. What part yeah, of free was that dick exactly, right there? No. But uh, like I say, guys, you get what you pay for. Check your prostitutes, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. hashtag clean cut. And that's what you absolute check your hoes. Free dick will give you HIV. Oh, my God. Absolute clean hoes. Absolute blowout clean oh. hoes is what we're looking for out there. So make sure you know your pimp and make sure you get your papers. That, like I said, have a one-on-one basis with your pimp. Know exactly what his reputation is. Know what his girls are. Know how he's grooming them. And make sure you come up with something special. Otherwise, you might have some dirty blood and not have $150 million to clean it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that medication is expensive as fuck. And the most important thing is... Don't, don't go cheap on your home. Spend a little money on your oh, home. Oh, yeah, guys, you've got to spend money. You've got to spend a couple of dollars. Like I said, you get what you pay for. If, 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 you're, if you're playing a poker machine and a girl rubs up on you and purrs in your ear and asks you to suck your cock for $50, uh, her pussy, hashtag, may be tainted. Hashtag, <laughs> may be tainted. You know what I mean? It should be an amber alert. It should be an amber alert in these hotels. Here's what we do. The prostitutes get medical records. They have a card. There's a medical strip. And if a dirty hoe enters a casino, an amber alert starts going off. Womp, womp, womp. There's a dirty hoe in a casino. Dirty hoe in a casino. You should be able to take their card, swipe it, and see if they're clean. And this day and age, these motherfucking pimps will have their bitch with bootleg fucking fake ID cards. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. So stay away from the $50 Boulder Highway hoe. Yeah, guys. Uh, look for that fucking Wynn or Bellagio $2,500 hoe. Look for the girl that's going to yeah. ask for $5,000 and, and negotiate down to a nickel. Right. Spend, a nickel for a pickle. Spend a, <laughs> spend a little money on your hoe. Don't go cheap when it comes to the hoe. And like I said, guys, if she's not turning on the lights, checking your dick for a substance, and putting a rubber on in the light, that may pose a problem. That might give you a warning that uh, oh, she's man. done this again before, maybe 10 minutes ago with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings me back to, uh, you know, that just threw us off. But anyway, Jenny McCarthy's talking about a lot of, on her podcast. There might have been a chance, uh, you know, she sucked his cock once or twice. You never know. But uh, she says if she had to be upfront about a herpy, she definitely wants Charlie Sheen to be upfront about HIV. I agree with her. I feel that they should have uh, alerted the whole world about it, uh, that doctor's a piece of shit, and there should be a law stating if you give your blood, uh, and you do come HIV positive, it should be notified to everybody. Well, listen, not everybody with HIV is being put on an HIV fucking alert list. No. I mean, the fact of the matter is, Charlie's a famous person. Correct. And everybody knows he's a goddamn gigolo. So if you're having sex with that yeah. motherfucker, then you pretty much know there's a pretty good chance you might fucking catch something. something. Yeah, and, but that's and, not and, bullshit. And it, you're, it, it, this motherfucker has HIV positive and still fucking bitches for four years. Yeah. You're supposed to say something about it. Fuck oh, that. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm he's just, a piece I, of shit. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying if you're the broad and you, and, and you want to have sex with Charlie Sheen, it ain't a fucking, uh, you know, it's common knowledge this guy's fucking a lot of broads. Right. So, I mean, listen, I mean, there's a chance you might contract something from this motherfucker. Well, yeah, and like I said, all these women are scared, and like this this lady saying that, uh, uh, you know, uh, when he was just on, on his show, Mad About You or whatever, Mad Men or whatever the fuck he was on, 
Um, he's saying that he contracted the disease well after that. He said he's had it for four years. But with, From the two and a half men. Two and a half men. Correct. Yes. And he says that uh, the two girls that he was having sex with knew about it and was going down to the doctor he was dealing with, huh? Wow. Shout out to them bitches. How much do you want? How bad Jeez. do you want money? Hashtag gold digger for real. For real. <laughs> Hashtag woman of fucking age cock for money. Oh, oh my God. Talk about an absolute blowout dirty bitch. <laughs> absolute blowout dirty bitch is what you are if you're willing to fuck somebody uh, knowing that they have HIV. Just because he's going to pay some bills. Just because he's right. going to pay some bills for Get you. Get some sweetie. free drugs. Is your life really worth it? Shame on you. Wow. Have a little bit more respect for the puss. <laughs> <laughs> There's another hashtag. Oh, Has- hashtag. Shame on you. Hashtag respect the puss. You got to take. Treat. You know, don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Take care of that thing, man. Shame on you. Anyway, moving from the, you know, take care of your puss over to the NBA. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of lower back pain and having sex, this and that, NBA, Golden State, uh, 118 uh, 105 over Denver. Ties the best start in NBA history. 15, 15 and 0. Yeah. Shout out to them. Like I said, we've talked to them for a long time. We've asked what they're going to do, and uh, you asked me if they're going to go in a slump. I still think they'll go on their three-game losing streak, four-game winning streak, losing streak. I just don't know when. The NBA is your game. I don't talk a whole lot about the NBA. I'm not as knowledgeable uh, in the NBA as you are. All I want to say is their next game is against the Lakers Tuesday night. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally... The Lakers are my most hated team of any sport. Oh, that uh, I can't stand the fucking Lakers. The fact that they're two and eleven just puts a fucking smile on my face. And uh, I just hope they ain't the ones to break the streak. I highly doubt they will be. Uh, you can bet. Listen to me. You could. I, I don't give out information for free, but you could bet your life they're gonna break the streak. Uh, uh, they will not break the streak. They will beat the fuck out of the Lakers. But here's the thing: you got to be careful of. Lakers are garbage, LK, you know, so you don't know how big of a line they're going to come out with. Oh, it's going to be huge. So I don't know if it's going to be a game to bet against the spread, but I'll find out. And if you want to know, go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com. Out of all the games on the board, we'll find one that'll get the job done for you. Uh, pretty much nothing else excited me in NBA. Let's move on. A lot of money to be made in the NBA, by the way. You've been doing very well. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. We had a couple bumps in the road the first week, but uh, NBA's been very, very good to us the last two weeks. So. That's a fucking fact. Uh, give us a call. Like I said, NBA, if I, you know, 74.3% we're hitting right now overall. And, and, and that's a guy, a real gambler, guys. In other words, you can't bet three days and go missing for two, show back up four days later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to be honest about your bankroll, and then we have to money manage that bankroll. Small right. player allocation. No matter if you're big or large, we got to money manage you. Same amount of money on every game. And if you're out there from Philadelphia and you've uh, played with me for a couple of days and we went 50-50... Uh, you know, lost a game here, lost a game there, won a game here, won a game there, and you committed to 30 days and you fucking bailed on me, shame on you. You just missed the biggest fucking run of your life. But that's what everybody does, Woo! Skip. A guy will sign up with you. Oh. He didn't have the money that he said he did to start with. Oh, my He Lord. bets with you for a week. Mm. He goes 50-50, or maybe he goes six and uh, let's say yeah. he goes four and four, five yeah. and four. Yeah. So with juice, he breaks about even and then doesn't call the next week where you go, Eight and one. Shame on 13 you. and three. Uh, the next week, eight and two, nine and three. And, and the guy's nowhere to be found. When it's you consistency. Go, when you go four and four and you think that fucking I suck and Steve stuck, sucks and you don't stick around, 
Uh, shame on you. You missed one hell of a run. It takes a bankroll, money management, and discipline to do this the right way. Moving on to NCAA, which I know that you focus in a lot. You love it. Uh, playoff implications, surprisingly big spread. Uh, number nine, Michigan State, plus 13 and a half at Ohio State. Skip, you want to say anything about Ohio State to uh, uh, what do you think your, I want? your fan out there? What do you think I want to say? I got a lot. I think of... it rhymes with mob. Or, 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 uh... <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. I got a lot of friends in Ohio. I got a lot of fans in Ohio. I got family in Ohio. I'm a Big Ten fucking guy. I'm a Penn State guy. Uh, I, I, I just call it the way I see it. This fucking team, I'm telling you, has been a fraud. Uh, their record isn't who they are. They are what I thought they were. Michigan State wins outright. Skipper called it. Yeah. Skipper calls it. Ladies and gentlemen, right from VIP Sports, right from his booth, a.k.a. the chiropractor, Mr. Straighten the fuck out, Skipper calls another absolute blowout winner. What Shit. did I say, Steve? I he said... defended himself with his thoughts against Ohio State. Yes, he told you exactly what he thought. Right. And come to see, once again, hashtag crystal ball, eat his balls. Exactly what he said. What did I say? Let's see who they are when they play Michigan State and Michigan. It's when actually... They, when they actually get to, uh, an opponent. You it's actually... You got Michigan State and Michigan the last two games of the year. Let's see what happens then. Well, we just saw what happened. It's, they fucking lost at home to Michigan State on their own fucking field. And now next week they got to play Michigan. Don't fucking be surprised if Harbaugh don't get their fucking ass too on the way out. All you got to do is go to our previous podcast if you ever want to see us foretell the future. Everything that we fucking say before these games go on, we let it be known. We let you guys know what's going to happen before it's happened. It's just a matter of are you smart enough to read between the lines to you guys that are too fucking cheap to call my company. But like I said, we appreciate all the college students calling. We appreciate all the people loving us. Um, but, you know, we're, we got an APB Amber Alert for our hedge fund guys. We have an APB Amber Alert for the stockbrokers, the real estate tycoons. Uh, stop sitting around and listening to our podcast. Call us up. Let us fuck with five, ten thousand dollars Flip it into 50000 for you. Show you how to do this shit right. You want to talk a little bit more college? I got a couple yeah. things here real quick to talk I do. about go, college. Go ahead. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to say one more thing and then ahead. I want to let you go. go number 10, Baylor, plus one mm -hmm. uh, at number six, Oklahoma State. Yes. Baylor wins 45-35. Yes, they did. What do you think about that game? They look, they look good. They look stellar. Look like two shit fucking defenses to me. What it look like to you? Uh... It looked like a hell of a game. Baylor pulled it out and won the game, and uh, they should definitely, they moved up. Number six, Oklahoma State. They got one hell of a matchup. I was just going to talk about coming up with Oklahoma next week. That's going to get down right and dirty. I mean, uh, Oklahoma, a 30-29 to 29 winner over TCU, another fucking team I've been saying all year is a fraud, and it looks like that happened too. TCU, they're a fraud. Uh, Oklahoma, 30-29 to 29 winner over TCU. They now improved to 10-1. And they're going to Oklahoma State next week, and uh, that's going to be one hell of a rivalry game. Approved right there. to ten and one. Huh? These motherfuckers are kicking Oklahoma, ass and taking names. Huh? Oklahoma State to finish the fucking regular season. That's going to be a barn burner. Notre Dame. They had a big scare, Steve, against Boston College. They they snuck in to win nineteen sixteen over BC. Not very impressive for Notre Dame. I know Boston College has a great defense. They should have been able to beat Boston College. At Fenway Park, that game was Let big. me stop you right there. It was embarrassing for Notre Dame. It, they, should, little, it was, they should have got the job done with ease. Yeah, Boston College has a great defense. However, Notre Dame should have been able to beat them by more than three. Uh, LSU lost again, Steve. They lost that old Miss by three touchdowns. I don't know about these motherfuckers. Les Miles, uh, the coach of us. Yeah. I mean, you might want to talk to Chip Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> I buddy. Mean, I mean, you two guys might have uh, uh, have to pack your suitcases and... 
You might be changing cities. Well, hear me out. If you don't already have your suitcase packed, something's wrong with you, pal. You know how fucking sorry you're doing. Start you know packing. your performance. You know what you're doing. Have fucking one foot in and one foot out. Get fuck out of here. Shout out to the fucking Navy, man. To the military. 44-21 winner over Tulsa on the road this week. Man, Navy's fucking strong. Pounded up. They got a good team. Look out, Army. That Army-Navy game's coming up real soon. That was an absolute blowout winner. Yeah, that Woo. was a stellar win right there. Strong guy. Shout out to all our military men. Look out, Army. You're going to get your ass whooped. You can write that one the fuck down. Oh, you can put a circle around that. Two yeah. stars and a happy face because yeah. that's what you'll be after the game. Yeah. That's a fucking fact. Navy midshipmen, great job. I got a shout out to Ohio. Uh, uh, not Ohio. Iowa. Iowa. 40-20 to 20 winner over Purdue. Iowa now goes to 11-0. Steve, uh, once again, there's a saying in this business, good teams win, however great teams cover, which is what I was busting on Ohio State Good about. teams win, great teams cover the spread. Correct. Iowa, 11-0. However, people, they're only 6-5 and five against the spread. Perfect example okay. of so a team that everyone thinks there. is on fire. They've won every game. They're not even, they're 40% against the spread. They're six and five. They're bare. Oh, six yeah. and five. Yeah. So they're about 56% with yeah. the juice, about 50% against if the spread. If you bet Iowa every game, you haven't made a fucking You haven't penny. made a dollar, period. Even though they're 11 and 0, you haven't made a fucking cent. Not one penny. So obviously that's not a game or a team to focus on. Right. And uh, they go into Nebraska next week for the regular for, uh, finale of the regular season. That. They should be able to beat Nebraska, Steve, but Nebraska can put up some points. It's going to be interesting, and believe me, they're going to want to knock them off. So that's a game to watch coming up this week, Iowa at Nebraska. One more team I'd like to talk about, Clemson. Congratulations, 33-13, to fucking blowout over Wake Forest. Uh, again, here's a fucking team that wins games, Clemson. They win games. Guess what they are against the spread? 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. Yeah, so you're losing. If you bet them you're every losing game, money, but you're losing money betting them on a fucking regular basis. That's right. If you bet Clemson every game, you lost money. If you bet Iowa every game, you broke even. Bing brings us right back to our point of why we do the podcast. Guys, we're the number one documented individuals in the world. We've shown you with everything that we've shown you tickets. We've shown you hundreds of thousands of dollars. We've shown you take down Caesars Palace for millions of dollars. What else do you fucking want us to do? Our job is to show you how to make money betting sports with the number one documented guy in the fucking world. I don't know what else you want. Let's get into some NFL action. Carolina, my man Cam Newton, a.k.a. Little Ears, continues to beat the fuck out of these people. 44-16 uh, blowout over the Redskins. They improved to 10-0. Now, here's a fucking team. They're 10-0 straight up, Steve. They've won every fucking game. And 8-2. And 8-2 and against the spread. 80% winner. So, a, a team like Carolina... You're making a lot of You're fucking making bank. money. You're making bank. You're if, hitting 80% if you bet Carolina every game this year. If you bet them up to this point, you've made a fortune. And here's another team we've been talking about. Go back and listen to our podcast. We said they weren't getting the fucking respect. Uh, they should be laying a few more points than Can, they let's are. Just, let's just come out and tell them. Uh, we, we've bet Carolina every motherfucking week. Here's, okay. Here's the bottom, every fucking week, bottom line. Here's the bottom line. The odds makers are obviously on the Carolina. So don't just think you're going to listen to this podcast and start betting on them now. Oh, you're too late. It's too uh, late. Yeah, you might have missed the boat. Not saying they're not going to continue to win. Uh, their lines will start to become overinflated now because they are 8-2 and two against the spread. So be careful. Speaking of Carolina, big game for them next week, Steve. They got, a, uh, they got Dallas on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think that's going to be a great game. I actually was going to tell you that's going to probably be the best game to watch on Thanksgiving. Oh, it definitely will be. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be an action-packed game. A motherfucker's looking to win. Well, Philly and Detroit, I mean, you got the game. Uh, I mean, on Thursday, you got the Eagles at Detroit, which is a fucking absolute shit game. Most people won't even get the fuck out of bed for that game. I, I, will. I won't. I will just because it's the Eagles, and I just want to see them get their ass kicked again. Uh, Carolina at Dallas is the second game. 
And then the Bears at Green Bay is the third game. But uh, that should be an interesting game. Romo's back. They won yesterday with Romo back his first game. Um, hey, listen, I'm not a Romo fan. And for those people that are Romo fans, get off his dick. The dude sucks. When mm-hmm. it comes down to it, he doesn't fucking win. He wins in the beginning of the game. just to get, Somehow he does enough every season to keep Jerry Jones on his fucking dick. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Kenny's doing to the mics or what you guys got going here in my system and headphones, but you're definitely fucking something up. But uh, like I said, Denver, Bronco, <laughs> Denver Broncos uh, win with Big Cock Brock, 17-15, uh, uh, over the Bears without Manning. Uh, Green Bay smokes, beats the fuck out of Minnesota. Um, I did like Green Bay to win that game. Um, I told my fans and, and my clients that I would never give them Green Bay again since what they did to us, but I did know that they would beat the shit out of them. Uh, Cincinnati versus Arizona. Uh, Arizona uh, plus three and a half, wins by three. Uh, minus three and a half, wins by three, loses by half a point. That's got to be one of the most heartbreak fucking games. I've up, up 14. If you're on Arizona... That's got to be one of the most heartbreaking games of the year. Let's up, be real. Up 14 in the fourth quarter. They're a second-hand team, as we always say. Mm-hmm. I think it was, what, 14-7 at uh, halftime? Uh, the bottom line is they're up 14 in the fourth quarter and couldn't hold on for the cover. They have, Well, here's another scenario. They held on for the win, but no. uh, however, they didn't cover the game. Fucking amazing. And then, as you know, Dallas Cowboys got the job done, like you said. Uh, what a stellar performance. Uh, anybody else that you liked uh, their yeah. performance this week? Well, uh, Kansas City, fucking 33-3, to the fucking game of the year. <laughs> well, you cut me. I mean, I was getting I mean, there. Ladies and gentlemen, let's let's skip. Let's take them into the section. Yeah, guys, I put off fucking post sitting right in this chair with this picture in the background uh, on Saturday. I told you guys that on Sunday I was releasing my NFL game of the year, a game that I was putting $200,000 on, and I wasn't even going to post any of my tickets ever again, but just to throw it in everybody's face one more time, you know, I bet 200000 on it. I put two tickets that we had from Caesars up there, like 100000 worth, mm-hmm. just so guys could see. I won't do it again. But like I said, had my NFL game of the year, Kansas City Chiefs, 33-30, blowout. blowout winner. I'm talking about a game so big, it was just fucking amazing. Well, when you pick on weak teams like the San Diego Char- Chargers, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter. They were at home. Oh, my. And Skip- uh, absolutely fucking blown out. Chargers, you're a fucking disgrace. The coach of the San Diego Chargers, you need to call fucking Chip Kelly and Les Miles. Maybe you guys can go start another fucking team somewhere like in fucking Canada because you fucking suck. But not only that, based off what you just said, it honestly was the clearest decision and that's why I called it my NFL game of the year. I don't think I've ever seen a game more clear to win. And actually, it happened exactly well how the way we thought it would. You saw it. You spotted it. It was never fucking in doubt. Congratulations. I know a lot of Shout people. Shout out to, to everybody that got Kansas City. Shout out to myself for making a quarter million. Shout out to my big boys that got Kansas City for paying for it. And to all my guys that are on my personal plays that are hitting 80-plus percent with my personal games, it's not going to stop. It's going to continue. To those people that don't have my personal plays, spend some fucking money and get them. You're calling my company. You want to talk to me. Don't settle your... I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people have to crawl before they walk and walk before they run. But to you people with money, which are 80% of the people that are calling us, you hedge fund guys, you guys that are investing in the stock market, call our company, throw 10, 20,000 at this, come to town with 100,000, and let me show you how to make a half a million dollars for Christmas. Fair enough. Fair enough. Before we get out... I'm not even going to brag no more about it. Bottom line is, we put up our college game of the year. 
Colorado State over UNLV last week. Easy money. We put up our NFL game of the year. Kansas City over San Diego yesterday. 30-point fucking blowout. And post the tickets before the games even start. What do you want from us, man? What? Give us a call. 877-220-6540. And that's get, it. Get yourself some fucking extra holiday money. What the fuck are you waiting for? Enough's enough, guys. I'm tired of you guys fucking being drawn into all the bullshit on the internet. I'm tired of motherfuckers being drawn into guys talking on social media. The guys that are talking on social media are like a three-inch dick out of hip-hop porno. They're fucking useless. These guys don't bet. They don't have no money. They just talk shit about successful people. All right? At the end of the fucking day, we make more money betting sports than anybody in the fucking world. Stop believing all the hype. Stop believing all these other guys' dumbass fucking videos. Guys that are in New York acting like they're in Vegas. Guys act like they're breaking the books for six figures every week. I'm the only motherfucker that does that. Period. Nobody else bets six figures every week. Nobody else is taking the Caesars Corp down for seven million except for fucking me. Nobody in the world. Do you fucking understand that? Nobody's getting shut down by Cantner fucking gaming here in town. Nobody's getting shut down by the MGM fucking Mirage sportsbook. Jesus in town. fucking Christ, man. I mean, we show you fucking videos of the boss fucking getting kicked out of the sportsbook saying, Sir, we will not take any more of your wages. What the fuck please, else do you need to see? Please stop beating the fuck out of us. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. Now, you snuck a fake camera in and set it up. So, <laughs> are you. <laughs> How do you set something like that up? Oh, oh, the, oh! you mean the sportsbook fucking manager at the Palms was just going along with it? Yeah, exactly, you fucking Get idiot. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking moron. But like I said, the reason why we knew I was getting kicked out is because when I placed the bet, yeah. the motherfucking hotel manager, sportsbook manager... Called... Uh, Called, he traced me down through yep. my company. They actually fucking traced yep. us down. Yep. Veronica, did yes. they call you or not? True story, Who yes. called you? Remember his name? Ugh, I don't. The sports book, it was... A but from CT, I, I, yeah. so, so they call you up and what did he say? Who do you want to talk to? Darren Otero. When, they call, when you call my office asking for Darren Notero, my real name, yeah. best believe you either know me or I'm about to break your casino because you, I, I showed my ID before I made the yeah. bet. They actually fucking hunted, right. hunted you down and said, fucking went to our website, got the phone numbers. That signed. day, that day, the and day before I bet. Instantly. like, And within, he actually said that in the phone call. Yeah, within a matter but of he, two, yeah. two fucking hours. Within a matter of two hours, they hunted you to fuck down. They called, they went to the website, got the phone number, called in, Veronica answered, and someone's asking for Darren Nataro. This is the sports to, book. To please come yeah. back and pick your money up. This is the sports book director at the fucking Cantner Gaming over at the Palms Hotel. Could you please uh, come back here and uh, give us that ticket back? We don't want to take that back. You are not in yeah. compliance yeah. with yeah. us anymore. Come over, come over here and get your money back. But please, we don't want to take your bets anymore, sir. So we knew we were getting, I knew I was getting kicked out of their fucking hotel. That's how I knew it got that, I, right. yeah, That's how, when I, because they said, come back and get your ticket. You know what I told them? Eat a fucking dick. Yeah, you already printed the ticket. That's a, that's a live bet. Because we know the rules. One right. thing about me, we, we, we know the law. And once they take your ID and they give you that ticket and take your money, yeah. oh, it's yours. So they were offering me a penthouse and all sorts of food. I told them you could take your hot dog and stick <laughs> it right up your motherfucking ass. Let the bet ride. And the funny thing is, it was only a 10-dime bet. I know. It's insane. It's only a 10-dime bet. So I told them, no, let it ride. Of course, the game was a what? absolute blowout winner. So I'm you, talking about a game that was over by halftime. I'm talking about a game that'll put a smile on your face so big you could eat a fucking banana sideways. So when the game was over, we went back over, fucking got the cameras fucking rolling. And that's and, how we filmed it, motherfuckers. And uh, went and got the money and let them fucking tell you right on the fucking camera yeah, and if you, you can't make any more bets here. And their, their words that they used were, I'm not in compliance, which is basically a legal word of saying, 
We don't have to take your action. Yeah, comply with my nuts. I didn't get kicked out for fucking uh, counting cards. The only people blacklisted from casinos and sports books are people that have fucking cheated. I'm the only motherfucker in there for winning too much money, not cheating. Do you understand that? So guys, if you think that shit is not real and you don't take this shit serious, please stop listening to my podcast and stop following us because it gets fucking old after a while and it gets old that you don't fucking call us to fucking do business with us and get your fair share of a trillion dollar fucking industry. Enough's enough. Enough of fucking believing this other guy's 15 and 0 on his website. Another old man saying this, that, and the other on his podcast. They can all eat a fucking dick. None of them make more money than me and none of them win more than me. Period. I got a fun little section we want to get into. I just want quick. to say one more thing about the NFL before uh, we move on to another segment. Go ahead. Uh, on Thanksgiving, the Bears are going into Lambeau to play Green Bay. It's the last game of the day on Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a, I was always a big fan of Brett Favre. They're going to be retiring his fucking jersey and retiring his number at halftime of that game. Uh, that being said, I got an interesting scenario for you. Go ahead. You know, now that Peyton Manning's got hurt and they're saying he may never play a game again, although he just beat Brett Favre's fucking passing record that last game, last week he played when he got kicked out. Bring Brett should, up to play should, for... Should Brett put the, <laughs> before they hang the jersey up, should they put fucking the jersey on Brett, let him come out, start the game for Aaron Rodgers, throw a couple passes, get the record again real quick, because it ain't going to take much. He's, he's only a couple yards ahead of him. Uh, come out, break the fucking record, and then retire the fucking jersey, because Peyton may never take a snap again. I would say that... That would be awesome. And, and the fact is, is he could get it done. I mean, has he taken a lot of Laura taps since then? Oh, absolutely. That's all right. Has he drunk a lot of fucking whiskey and got drunk and fucked up? Absolutely. But is he a stone cold winner? Uh, absolutely. He doesn't so, even have to win. Just come so, out, let him throw a couple passes. A couple, to get a few yards, he, he can do that need, in his sleep. Doesn't need that many yards. He gets the fucking record back. Then they fucking hang the jersey up and retire his number. <laughs> and, and maybe Peyton will, Peyton will never take another snap again. And Brett's got his record back. The only thing is, we'll have to wait five more years to get into the Hall of Fame because he's slated to get in next year. This is what but I don't think he cares about that. He'd rather have the passing record again, right? On this, I, I, I'm on our comments for this week right now, ladies and gentlemen, go to our podcast and comment who's a better quarterback in the history of their career, Peyton Manning or Brett, or Favre. Brett Favre. That's a great fucking question. We want to hear your comments, ladies and gentlemen. Go to our podcast, go to the comments, and you tell us who you think in their overall career is a better player. Brett Favre or Peyton Manning. Uh, Skipper, also, you got Buffalo tonight at New England. Uh, New England, 9-0, defending their record. Uh, Buffalo's a pretty solid team. They're a little beat up right now. Love their head coach. Love their program. Uh, the line has moved from minus 10 down to 7. There's definitely inside information on this game. The total on that game is 48. Uh, we do have information on that play, but by the time you listen to this podcast, probably be long and over with. New huh? England, 9-0 and straight up, 5-2, and two, and two pushes against the spread. Uh, Buffalo's 3-1 and one on the road. They're 5-4, and four, and they've covered 5. Buffalo has covered. Four. Every time we've taken Buffalo, they've covered. So they've been a good team to us, mm -hmm. and New England Patriots have been a good team to us. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to deflate your bookie's head like one of Brady's balls, <laughs> go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com and let me show you the formula for success. Let's do something funny real quick and get the fuck out of here. Get out and let these people have their Thanksgiving and uh, watch some Monday Night Football. Can I give three shout-outs before you wrap it the fuck up? No, I'm not wrapping it up yet. I got a funny little segment that we're going to do, and I'm going to bring Veronica into something. We're not done yet. We're going a little longer than normal today. We're going real fucking long. Well, here's the deal. I want you to rank these five quarterbacks on a one through five. Mm. I'll give my ranking. Uh, matter of fact, I'll give you the, the first five, and you give me the second five. 
I want you on a one to five, give me the rankings. I can answer too. Peyton Manning on a one to five. You mean out of these five quarterbacks or one to five? I just want you to give on a, on a one to five stars. I mean, you can match them up like one through five, but it, it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like that's gonna get us anywhere. You want me to it's rank? You want me to rank these five quarterbacks? Or no, not? that's what it says here. But I'm changing the game up a little bit on a five star system. I don't like when the game changes. Well, I'm a game changer, motherfucker. I always have been. I'm the one that shot an adrenaline shot back in the sports consultant business. All I want you to do is on a five star rating, give me how many stars you give Peyton Manning on a one to five. Four? I like that. And my answer is four also, because he can't win a Super Bowl. Uh, Brett Favre. Five. I give Brett Favre a four and a half. Okay. Well, you didn't say I could go halves. Yeah, you can go halves. I give Brett Favre a four. 4.72693. I like that. I like that. And the reason why for that, Brett Favre is a fucking hardcore business motherfucker. He's a fucking beast. He's a fucking all-out beast. He has more heart than any other motherfucker I've ever met in my life. He was one of the old school players that would play hurt, eat 14 Lord tabs, cut his pinky off, and still finish the fucking game. That's right. That's the type of motherfucker you're looking for. Put the jersey on on Thursday, man. Come back and do it on Turkey Day, Brett. Tom Brady on a one to five. 5.1. 5.1. All day fucking long. Six. Hurt, hurts me to say that, by the way. I know it. What well, fuck I know it does, but you know that's my man. Joe Montana. Uh, 4.6329. Now, a five, just like Brady. He wins. He has Super Bowl rings. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a five. Period. I, I'm not a 49er fan. I got, I'm got. a little biased. I know, but to say Joe Montana's Joe a Joe Montana, you're a fucking beast. You're a five. He's a five all day long. Dan Marino. 3.7. I say four because he can't win. <laughs> Let me, okay. Dan that, Fouts fucking owns your ass. That, that's a fucking fact. Now, uh, same thing on now on, on, on the second section, I want you to rank these quarterbacks one through five. Like, I want you to tell me the best. One through four. Yeah, well, how many? No, there's five here, isn't okay. there? Okay, all right. Yeah, add bed onto your list. Put oh, Rothenberg onto your bed, on, right. onto your list, okay? All right, all right go on. So, uh, and, and, I mean, Drew Brees. Put Drew Brees on your list. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's make it the same as before. So, out of Phillip Rivers, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. Eli Manning, Ben Rothersburg. And Drew Brees, give me your number one pick. Ben Roethlisberger. Are you fucking serious? He won the fucking passing title last year. He's got rings on his fucking hand. And he gets hurt and every other game. He's he tall gets, as fuck. He's slow as fuck. And he, he, and, and he doesn't come they, through when you no, need him no. to. What do you mean he doesn't come through? He's got fucking rings and he just won the passing title last year. You hear this Philly but, motherfucker going off on listen, me? I hear you. He's a Pittsburgh guy. It uh-huh. has nothing to do with fucking Philly. Right. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger. I just told you why. Okay. He won the passing title last year, Steve. He's a fucking beast. He's got a couple rings on his hand. So number today you're taking Ben Roethlisberger number I'm one. I'm taking big fucking Ben. And he, uh, and he likes to get blowjobs at the fucking strip club. Give me number two. Uh, Eli Manning. As much as Eli I, Manning as number three. As much as I fucking hate Eli for not not wanting to play for the Chargers. Um, yeah, I mean he's got a couple of fucking rings. This little prick. Okay, and that number three. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson comes he, in at number three. Well, he's got a ring too. Okay. Well, okay. Number four. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Okay, number five. Fuck Philip Rivers. You suck, and you're, you're fucking just horrible. Yeah, I was going to say... I was... Actually, he's not a bad quarterback. He just fucking never has... Any... He's not consistent. He's got nothing around him. Uh, never has, never it's will. Just, just a goddamn disaster. His career will never be Which is good. why Eli Manning didn't want to go to San Diego, I suppose, and uh, uh, I guess you can't blame him, but anyway. You want to go through my... Okay, so... So I go Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Russell Wilson... Then Drew Brees, then Philip Rivers. Okay. I like that. Uh, me, myself, I'm going to take first pick, uh, Eli. Uh, he's a little fucked up, knows how to win. I'm going to take Big Ben, number two. Okay. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm right with you. I'm going to take Russell, number three. Uh, and then I'm going... Well, actually, 
You're just flipping one and two. You're, no, take, you're taking yeah. Eli over Ben. I'm taking well, Ben. Uh, Russell, Russell and... Uh, you said Russell Wilson third. I know, but Russell and Drew He's, are pretty much like equal to me. Okay. Russell I, and I, Drew I are, can see that. Huh? It's like you don't know who to fucking take. So I'm going to take Drew over Russell, make Drew my number three. Russell number four. With uh, Philip Rivers out number yeah. five, shouldn't even have made the fucking list. You I, know can, what I, mean? I can understand Drew being over Russell. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. How good would Dan Marino be playing in today's NFL? I mean, think about it. I just want you to think about it. With all the rules protecting the quarterbacks, plus with all the illegal contact, penalties, defensive holding penalties, uh, not being able to hit somebody head first. I don't I mean, know. He still couldn't move very well. I mean, he's not Kenny Stabler. But what do you mean? But that's my point. If you have a, if you, the line that he had, if he's able to stay in the pocket and be protected and do what he does, you don't think he'd do all that good? I don't know. I was never a big Dan Marino fan. Well, here's my answer. I think he would still average 300-something plus like he did before, mm-hmm. 400 hold the record, and still wouldn't win. Yeah, probably. It doesn't matter when you played or what you did, whether you played before or now. If you're not a winner, you're not a fucking winner. There's a lot of quarterbacks out there throwing for 300, 400 yards and don't win games. Phillip Rivers. Talking about the old days and the new days, uh, and I don't mean to move right to the NBA, but I'm making sense with where I'm going. Uh, I'm going to just stick with my rules of what I'm doing. Charles Barkley says, there's no way that Golden State Warriors would be as good as they are back in the 80s or 90s. Uh, He quotes that we would have mauled them. No way would we have let them come off those picks. Basically, what he's saying is, uh, we would have pushed them around a little bit. I mean, nowadays... I know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, they're blowing the whistle a little too much. And he's, he's full of shit. He said we would have hand-checked them a lot more. We would have fucking... Uh, there's no way they would have came off of those pick-and-rolls. And, and uh, uh, the, the game has changed, and they would be coming off those pick-and-rolls if, if, if the fouls were called. So, Charles, I mean, you're one of the, Let me look in the camera. Charles, you're one of the worst sports bettors I've ever seen in my fucking life. Uh, R.I.P. to Denny Mason, good friend of ours, Skip. I know you love them to death. Denny uh, got to Charles Barkley several times. I can, tell you stories, my, I can tell you stories about me and Charles and, 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 and betting games. But we're, listen, we're running... I, uh, we're, I yeah, I don't want to go We're there. running an hour long, and I don't either because I don't want to cause any problems. Yeah. But all I can tell you is Denny Mason has was begged Charles mm-hmm. to take my games mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just fucking embarrassing. Because I, I know the games the guy's played, and it's just fucking yeah. embarrassing how bad he is. He likes, you, the, he likes the fire, man. Charles, I, I love Charles Barkley. He's but hear good, me out. He's a good dude. What he told me, or what he told Denny, was the best response in the world, and I agree with him 110%. It's my money. Yeah. I'll bet my own fucking game. Yeah. I'm a professional athlete. I feel like I know. It's my money. I'll bet myself. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. That's just like, you know, but at the same time, even a guy like Floyd, to get some inside information, he's not like too rich to take one of my games. Or Listen, too it, doesn't rich to matter, take game. it doesn't matter how much money you have. You can always use information. I mean, information is the strongest commodity in the world, which is why we're in business. Don't get me wrong. Here's the thing, Charles. Um, you wouldn't have mauled them because the, the game's different. They call fouls on you. Yes, you guys played strong back there. They didn't call a lot of fouls back then. But the game has tra- changed drastically and tremendously. So um, to take anything away from Steph Curry is just embarrassing because the guy is a true beast. He's a sharpshooter. And I'm going to go as far as saying that he might be the best sharpshooter of all time. Bigger than Bird, bigger than anyone you want to bring up right Reggie? now. Reggie? Yeah, bigger than Reggie. Reggie was so clutch, though. I, don't, I can't put him up against Reggie just yet because Reggie did some clutch shit yeah. and did some shit in like 20 seconds that no one's ever done in the history of fucking basketball. You understand that? But I thought it was amazing. Uh, Veronica, bringing you in today. Um, as you know, uh, I made a promise that, uh, you know, we have wives and stuff like that. So we have a little sex news. 
Uh, I'm not going to bring it up to around Skip and stuff like that. I don't want to get nobody in trouble. So uh, we have a couple little studies that just came out. Right. Uh, it's a study based on 30,000 people over 40. So 30,000 people over 40 years. This study's been going on. Right. Reveals that couple who have sex once a week are happier than those who have sex less often. Also, couples that have sex more than once a week are not necessarily more happy than the couples that are. So let me read that back to you. People that are having sex once a week are happier than people that have sex less often. What do you think about that? I would have to agree with it. Well, of course, but I'm right. saying like once a you, week, I mean, are you going to be happy with your man fucking you once a week or? Well, no, I want it more, but well, once yeah. a week at least. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, 30,000 people over 40 years, right. they're saying that people that have sex just once a week are happier than people that do it less often. So I right. guess what I would agree with that. So, to, totally. so let's get the first point out of there. For those right. people out there that aren't having sex once a week, whether you're old, you're not turned on. Uh, whatever it is, make time to fuck your partner once a week. You know what I mean? Make time to make yourself happy a little bit. Uh, you know, something like that. But here's the thing that blew me away. They're saying that the people who are fucking like monsters, right. the people that are fucking like rabbits, they're, the people that are fucking three times a day, 21 times a week, right. they're not any happier than they're the people that are fucking once a week. They're not any happier than the people having it at least once. So yeah. what do you think I about that? I saw that study, actually. Did you? Well, the study and reveals that once a week seems to be the perfect amount. <laughs> Right. Let me ask you a question. Is once a week perfect amount for you? No. Well, fuck no. <laughs> so in, yeah. I have to say no. So, so what, in, in, in your world, what do you think would be a perfect amount of times to have sex? Well, at least three. Three times a week? At least. Okay. Three. Three times a week. Mm -hmm. I think we have to make that a comment on, on, on our podcast. There's, and I've never asked anybody to comment on two different things, but this fucking thing blows me out of the water right here because... Uh, my girl at home, my personal life, I know that once a week ain't cutting it for her. If I, if we have sex once a week, I'm getting a text the other six days saying I'm a piece of shit, I'm cheating, and I'm fucking somebody else. So that I, uh, that's kind of a touchy subject because I know a lot of women that would disagree with that study. I know my girl, if I'm having sex with her once a week, she for sure, bottom line, is not happy. I wish I could call her right now because she could chime in on this. So... Are you well, happy? she's happy after she gets it, right? But then what happens the other six okay. days? <laughs> so are you going to yeah, be happy with your relationship fucking once a week? Well, it'll make me happy in that moment. Yeah, I'm not saying fresh off yeah, the nut. Yeah, but no. I'm but, not saying right when you get your nut. I'm talking I mean, about what about the other six well, days? Well, I mean, for the next day, I'm in a be, good mood, but... Are you going to be scratching that? last me all week? I don't think so. Well, I don't know. Are you going to be scratching that thing around? I mean, are you going to be itchy? Or are you going to be looking to get another nut off? Or are you uh, just gonna... Eventually, yeah, at least. So you'll yeah, be looking forward to the next week? Or... Yeah, well, the other than the next day, hopefully. The next day. So if <laughs> I mean, you, in, in a picture-perfect world, Veronica, but it's, you would like to have sex once a day. Once a week is better than not at all. Well, That's so all I'm saying. Once a week's better. <laughs> well, they're saying that the study says people are happy that to do it once a week. So I would have right. to say that's everybody in general. So no matter what's going on with your relationship, if you fuck once a week, it can maybe work. But to make your girl happy, let me do my own study. If you're hitting your girl <laughs> once a week, oh, best believe Sancho's going to come in and fuck your girl. Because I don't believe that study at all. So, uh, you know, you got to take out of the month, you got to take off a week for your period. I don't expect right. us to fuck during your period. Right. Hashtag that shit's gross. <laughs> <laughs>
If you're looking for Steve Stevens or somebody to get the Red Wings, you've got to be the nastiest <laughs> motherfucking bitch I've ever met in my motherfucking life. Red there ain't enough drugs in the world to get me to get my Red Wings. I tell you that right now. The only Red Wings I'm doing is betting a hockey team. But uh, so let's take off seven days for the period. That means you right. got three weeks to fuck. And how we're many... in a bad mood anyway that week, so it really right. doesn't make a difference. So how many days a week would you like to fuck, Veronica? Minimum three. Minimum three. All yes. right, ladies and gentlemen. So what I want you guys and girls to comment on, how many days a week do you think you should have sex with your partner to keep them happy? I disagree with this uh, uh, survey here. Mm -hmm. Survey says that once a week will keep you happy. Not at my motherfucking house. <laughs> and obviously not at Veronica's house either. No, well, I mean, no. So uh, like I said, the study, if you're older, do it once a week. Steve Stevens, try to fuck your girl at least three times a week. Or women, try to fuck your man three times a week. Keep you guys together. And, and the thing you don't want to do, and the thing I need you to slow down on, is you don't need to fuck three times a day. Okay, you've been coming in here with your hair a little bit, beat up a little bit. You were uh, Saturday, you were hey, walking hey, a little hey. different. I mean, I, I, don't know if you're I don't know if you're dating an elephant or what the fuck you got going on. Mm -hmm. Everything okay in your love life? Totally. Okay, but I just want you to go off this last statement here. <laughs> Fucking three times a day, 40 times a week, doesn't make you any happy. Just makes you a little sore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so for you nymphos out there that think you got to fuck three times a day or twice a day, 15 times a week, that's too much. That'll run your partner off. God, if I had my girl trying to rub up on me three times a day, I don't have enough juices. I don't have enough nut in me. I'd probably fucking die. Two nuts and I'm done. Like I said, you get real passionate. You, 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 you have, that's what foreplay is all about. Try to prolong that that sexual experience, especially if it's once a week. Now, what happened to these women out there that have a man, or let's say the opposite. Let's say that their partner only want like, like their average fuck time is six minutes. You know, there are people are out there that only fuck six minutes. Right. So what, you think that survey had anything to do with a partner that fucked for six minutes once a week? Probably not. Hashtag your bitch <laughs> will leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for those guys out there, don't listen to that test. That shit ain't right. Learn to fuck at least 15 minutes. Learn foreplay, and if you are a one-minute man, hashtag eat the puss, get her to come. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, Veronica, so three days is what she says. I say three days as well. I say you should have sex three days a week to keep a happy marriage. You guys make your comments. But I don't think it's always just about sex because, I mean, if... Well, the survey if was. The, oh, well. We're not asking you how but many I mean, times you, your tongue you kiss. Want some, huh? You want a little bit. You know, something's got to lead up to the sex. You don't. Well, yeah, just I'm, I'm not just saying sex, like get, yes. getting off work and bending over yeah. the stove. You know, right. I'm talking about you know at night, couple glasses of wine, right. little tongue kiss, a uh, little oral, <laughs> a little, uh, little excitement, move into something special, right. and before you guys know, you guys are both nutted up. Mm -hmm. You're excited. Watch right. a little movie, maybe a little popcorn, and call it a night. <laughs> call it a night. Yeah, you do that three times a week. I think that's a happy life. This, that, right. and the other. And uh, you guys are out there that are doing it way too much. You're just getting sore. It's too much. Like I said. <laughs> You got to live a life. Moving on, Skipper, uh, back at you. Basketball news. Um, I didn't even want to bring this up because I think it's boring, but a privately owned NBA Champions League is set to launch the summer of 2016. Uh, the New York squad's already got guys like Rashid Wallace, Al Harrington. There are 16 leagues across the country. They'll be uh, running a league not by the NBA. This is not by the NBA, but a privately funded league for NBA players, and it's called the NBA Champions League. Um, do you like this idea? No, I don't give a fuck about it. 
I was just going to say, I don't like that. Let me get to the next point. I'll tell you, I don't like the idea either, and I'll tell you why. If Jordan played in that league, would the stadiums be sold out every night, yes or no? No. My answer would, they'd be sold out for three nights till they seen that he was getting hung on the rim and an old man was out there playing 40 pounds overweight and then it'd be done. I think it's a horrible idea. Whoever's doing it has way too much money and way too much time on their fucking hands. It's going to be an absolutely failure. You'd be a better off watching old men play at the YMC fucking A. You bet your ass they'd put a lineup on it though, so chances are we'd probably bet it if the information was there. Oh, would I bet the game? Absolutely. Get information all fucking night. You start getting Charles Barkley and all these old school players that are uh, single and fucking hoes and partying and 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight, you'll be able to fucking win against the spread all day long. But yeah, I think it's a bad idea. And, you know, because you have to bet on these guys their whole career. And, you know, we form a relationship with these guys. So how big of an advantage does VIP sports have on the competition in betting these games? I mean, in other words, if we watch these players come up over the last 15 years and they did get this fucking NBA Champions League together, for guys like us, it'd probably be pretty easy to fucking cap, wouldn't it? Well, like I said, you can guarantee they put lines up on the games, and uh, when they would make a mistake, we would definitely capitalize on it because that's what we do. Listen, before we end the podcast, uh, FanDuel stopped uh, taking bets in New York. Uh, New York State has shut them down for now. Uh, we've said that before, and we'll say it again. Um, it's gambling. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either going to be labeled a lottery or gambling. Here's the thing that I find fucking funny. If a guy like me, Darren Notero, owned FanDuel, I'd already be in prison for international gambling fraud uh, and probably 70 other fucking charges. If me and you owned FanDuel or DraftKings instead of these tech fucking dorks, these guys got some big balls running against the governments uh, and the mayors and these different states where gambling is banned and acting like what they're doing is legal and not, I mean, what the fuck, man? That's I, don't, like me. I, I don't understand how they got up and running to begin with. I, I, it's fucking I, goes I, against every gambling law that me and you I, know. I, I don't understand how the fuck they uh, got started to begin with. It kind of pisses me off because if I knew that we could do that, me and you would have opened up a company similar and wouldn't took, because it's not a secret that, Skip, how much would me and you make if we opened a book? Gazillions. I mean, would we be a billion dollar company within yeah, three years? Fuck yeah. So, I mean, if I knew that it was okay to do that and we wouldn't go to prison... Me and Skip would have opened up Skip and Steve Duel or motherfucking <laughs> VIP, uh, you know. VIP Duel. VIP Kings or <laughs> VIP Sports Consultants. Is it VIP. that easy just to make $20 million a fucking year? Put, put up a site, a fantasy site, and let people fucking pay for entries and just collect $20 million profit a week? I mean, I, if I since, knew, since when was that legal? This, I, I don't understand how they got away with it is, to begin with. This is what blows me the fuck away. Hey, congratulations, though. Yeah, good job. Because if nothing else, you're helping the fucking conversation about legalizing sports betting. This, this is what, and I love where I love where your head's at with this. You know what? If it takes a deck, a, a fucking dot com tech fucking dork, to ruffle feathers and continue to get these people to look at sports betting and make it legal, I'm all for it. As long as DraftKings and FanDuel's are spending millions and millions of dollars. Uh, whether you're fantasy football or reality, these billion-dollar companies like FanDuel and DraftKings, if they're causing enough storm in the United States to ultimately make sports betting legal, then I'm behind them 110%. But what pisses me off is that if I knew that we could do that legally, I would have done it. I'm scared to go to prison. I would open up a fucking fantasy football league right now. 
I'm strong enough and powerful enough to where we can compete with both of these motherfuckers. Well, now you got. I got the, enough money behind me. Well, now from what I understand, there's states that you know, obviously they want to shut them down so they can fucking have their own. Skip. I mean, you got your, you know, you got a New Jersey fucking. If I went and got our billionaire client behind me who has more money than anyone behind these guys, and we opened up VIP Sports Fantasy Consulting. Well, sure. Uh, you don't think we could be as big as those? We'd be making 10, 20 million a week. What would happen in, in, in six months? I'd be shut down somehow and locked up and sent to fucking prison. Mm-hmm. So that's what blows me away. If I knew I could have opened up an illegal book, fuck VIP sports and consulting, I would have went and made a quick billion dollars and you'd have never seen me on a podcast again. <laughs> so, you know, it's just crazy how these, dec- these, these, these fucking tech dorks are fighting these governments. But you know what? I love it. I love what you guys are doing. But like I said, make sure that you keep ruffling feathers. Make sure that you spend millions of dollars to make gambling legal because that's what I want to happen. Do you know there's a turkey shoot going on right now? Are that's you, what I want to do. I'm very aware of the turkey shoot. It's one of the most. People, there's college basketball tournaments going all day, every day right now for the next two weeks. There's three tournaments that are going to be played right here in Las Vegas. Uh, they start in the morning and they go all day long. You think March Madness is crazy? You don't have to wait for March Madness. There's a turkey shoot going on right now for the next two weeks. College basketball all day, every day. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, is it okay if I tell them about the turkey shoot promotion right now? Go ahead. Get a hold of us at 877-220-6540. Call in and start gobbling. Gobble, 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 gobble. Where's Skip? Where's Kenny? Gobble, gobble, gobble. Where's Steve? Gobble, gobble. I want to play the turkey shoot. Call in right now for a $100 bill. A $100 bill. You can play the turkey shoot college basketball from today straight through Saturday for $100. That's six days of college basketball tournaments for a $100 bill. If you don't take advantage of that, that's our gift to you for Thanksgiving. We're giving back a little thanks to the community, to our fans. If you don't call in with $100 on your credit card to play the turkey shoot for six days of college basketball tournaments, then shame on you. Uh, Stop betting right now. Like Like he just hit it right on the fucking head. If you bet sports... And we just ran a promotion right now. As soon as you hear this podcast, call VIP Sports. Give us $100. We'll run you for six days through the turkey shoot. If you don't call and do that, I just got to come out and be forward. You got to be the dumbest motherfucker I've ever <laughs> met in my fucking life. It's the, the most... True that. The biggest bang you'll ever get from your buck yeah. out of this company. Let's have some fun for Thanksgiving. Give a couple shout outs and then I'm going to do the close and we'll get I out of here. I want to shout out to the chef up there in Rochester, New York, to the chef, chef Nick. Keep cooking that fucking Italian food. You're a goddamn beast, Nick. Congratulations to Craig Robb over there in Carolina, Panthers country. Uh, 10-0, Carolina. Little ears, you guys are looking good. And uh, the most important part is you're 8-2 against the spread. Keep the good shit up over there in Carolina. Craig Robb. Uh, Killer Gnome 87, my Philly brother. Shout out to the Killer Gnome 87. I'm pretty much done. This is the longest fucking podcast we ever did. I feel like I, I feel like I just fucking filmed an entire fucking movie. I got to get on the phone. The fucking phones are ringing off the hook for this turkey shoot. We got Monday Night Football tonight, Steve. Uh, I'm going to let you fucking wrap it up, and let's get the fuck out of here. Shout out to Chuck, Squirrel, uh, Jordan from Texas, and more importantly this, ladies and gentlemen. During the holiday times, we grind all day long. We bust our ass all day long. But when it comes down to Thanksgiving, man, it's all about family. All this grinding, all this making millions doesn't mean a fucking thing if you don't have anybody to share it with, man. This Thanksgiving, I want you guys to be happy. I want you to be safe. I want you to spend it with your families. And I, guys, I want you guys to be truly blessed because every day you're alive above ground is a day to be thankful and blessed for. You know, Thanksgiving is a good time for me, and I'm happy just to be able to spend it with my family, be able to eat good, 
and, and, and enjoy the fruits of our hard labor, man. I work my ass off. And for those of you guys that are going to bet these games on Thanksgiving, don't turn it in and, and stress out on your family. Make it a fun thing on Thanksgiving because you don't want to ruin the Thanksgiving holiday spirit. Because at the end of the day, you grind all year long making money. We break sports books all fucking day long, all week long, all year long. You only get one Thanksgiving. You only get one Christmas. You only get one time to sit down and break bread with your family and the people that you care about. So a, a lesson and a note from Steve Stevens and VIP Sports. We want you to have a happy Thanksgiving. We want you to be blessed. And, and remember one fucking thing. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Doesn't matter how many millions you got. If you don't have family that loves you and cares for you, you don't have shit. On the behalf of myself, VIP Sports, happy Thanksgiving, guys. God bless. Let's go kick some fucking ass. Fair enough. Don't forget, the, don't forget the gravy. See you. Wouldn't want to be you. I'm out of here. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make $100,000 a day. We play with big cash and we're blowing money fast. Riding in a plush Benz trunk full of money bags. I need a G for every light bulb on the Vegas strip. Naked bitches in my mansion dancing to some player shit. Made a grip on the grind, but I started out with nothing. Dealt me a bad hand, but I still won bluffing. I'm still